Good morning, it's the VSA Morning Miner on Monday the 4th of September and I, David Scrivener, with Ollie O'Donnell. How are you today, sir? Yeah, all good, thanks, David. Ready for a hot week in London. How are you? Very good. We've gone from autumn to summer and then maybe back to autumn at some point in the near future. Anyway, this week we see the World Nuclear Symposium from the 6th to the 8th of September. Um, and with that theme in mind, Cameco gave us an update on the challenges at Cigar and Key Lake. Uh, Cigar Lake production is expected to be £16.3 million pounds of U308 versus 18 and uh, Key Lake 14 um, versus, um, uh, I've missed the figure here, sorry. Um, 15. Versus 15, yeah. So could you kindly comment on that? Um, yes, it was significant reduction in group production guidance for Cameco, um, but there is a sort of well potential double impact in that they have onward contracts that they have to fulfil. Um, so it's not simply a case of um, Cameco reducing their guidance and and that production no longer being available to the market, they will have to go out and purchase spot material, um, which they can then resell to fill to fulfil their contracts. So there's a, um, a sort of double impact on the on the market balance from that and the possible upside implications for the underlying. Um, uranium price uh those well that that reduction in guidance has come about due to equipment issues at cigar lake and then um, macarthur river being um in, in care and maintenance for so many years that ramp up is slower than they'd hope hoped um obviously the uranium market um is now expecting higher prices yellow cake was up four percent this morning in london but the canadian market obviously hasn't yet opened um to see the impact on on other uranium stocks um cameco putting some good spin on it in their statement though we're effectively saying that any pounds they don't produce may become more valuable in the future of prices rise um, as a result which is definitely the rose tinted view for Cameco. We'll watch out for that. Uh, in other news I noted that um, Australian lithium miner Liontown Resources said it's willing to back an Australian 6.6 .6 billion offer from Albemarle um, so I guess we're going ahead on DD after Albemarle raised their cash offer by 20%. Uh, yes, this is the first time, I think this is the fourth offer that Albemarle have made for Liontown. And as you say, it's 20% above the um, the last one, now coming in at $3 a share Australian. Um, this is, however, the first time that the Liontown board have unanimously, unanimously recommended that shareholders vote in favour of the offer. 
Um, the two companies are, are quite closely linked and have been working together on on downstream um, production. Lion Town's flagship assets being Spodumene projects that are near production in Western Australia. Um, I think they are potentially able to start producing DSO as, as soon as the end of this year, so very close to production. And keeping with the that particular theme, Trident Royalties are to acquire existing lithium royalties from Atherton Resources over projects owned by Anderson Resources in the Paradox Basin in Utah. Um, your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, so they're paying $10 million over three tranches for a 2.5% um, uh, net smelter royalty on this lithium project, which is due to produce 13,000 tonnes per annum for the first 10 years of a 23-year operation. Um, and some resources approaching project financing in the next 6 to 12 months. Um, I think that well the sort of the the two deals today show you the um, the complexity at the moment in the in the lithium space and for the outlook. Obviously, the spot price has come down from nearly ninety thousand dollar a ton to about sort of thirty to the mid thirties. Um, Trident are highlighting that. At thirteen thousand tons a year, they could get uh, thirty million. Uh, sorry, they could get I think eleven million a year um, from from their royalty, um, but are only paying ten million for that. That obviously reflects the stage of the development, um, but it also shows you how difficult it is to try and project a um a long-term lithium price that most people are using in the in the mid-20s um at the moment but clearly the shortage of potential production against the the long-term growth potential highlights why companies like Albemarle are prepared to pay billions of dollars for near-term production as well but if you're strongly bullish on the lithium prices the trident deal looks very attractive indeed and a very interesting observation on pricing there by yourself and finally if it may be finishing up here in the lithium theme still and that's clean tech lithium which updated on commissioning of the dle pilot plant this pilot plant i believe was ordered at the beginning of the year for a couple of million from uh, sun resin uh, yes, yeah, Cleantech showing they're uh, on track for commissioning in Q4 2023 of the plant, which will produce about a tonne a month of um, lithium product. Um, that's the first bit of equipment that's arrived on site with the remainder due in the next few weeks, and then they will be commissioning in Q4. Obviously, the pilot plant will be an indication that Sun Resin's DLE technology is appropriate for um, 
this resource and all the data will feed into the DFS, they may also be able to start to get um, uh, off-take deals lined up um, using the product produced from the from the pilot plant. It does seem, though, that this pilot plant will only take it to an intermediate product and they will have to get it refined um, into lithium carbonate at another facility. But this should show that the fundamentals of the DLE process that they're suggesting to use should work. Perhaps we'll, unless you'd like to add any further comments, we'll, we'll call it a close and wish our listeners a very good day. No, that's great. Thanks, David. Thank you. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.